0: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Ruby. And this is our podcast called The Life Crisis. This week we'll be discussing dating and why it's so
1: bloody complicated. Alright, so as per usual, we'll start off with our crisis and our win of the week. What are yours for this week, Rach?
0: My crisis is that I lost my job. (laughs) Just so, a
1: minor crisis?
0: Yeah, anyone who's listened to any previous episode where I talked about my job, please disregard. It's <laughs> a bit embarrassing, but I've been let go. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But I think it's also led to a bit of a positive win, maybe, in that I have sort of realised that, like, work is just so trivial. Like, you can just sort of be let go at the drop of a hat and... You know, that's something that happens, but then you've got, like, your family and your friends, and they're not going to let you go with a drop of a hat, hopefully. Well, not in my case, they've been very supportive, so it's been really nice. Um, and, yeah, I'm just going to use this opportunity to try and find something a bit different out there, like, maybe something I enjoy a bit more. Um, yeah, I don't really know what it is yet, but it's kind of exciting to see yeah. what else is out there, so... Yeah, bit of a bit of a big week, a bit of a crisis week, but I don't know, it happens, it happens to the best of us, as most yeah. people have told me.
1: Yeah, it's a bit shit, but also I feel like, you know, uh, <laughs> not to make this about content and podcasts, but like, I guess relatable, like, there, it, plenty of people out there who get let go from their jobs, and I just don't think it's a reflection on the person who gets let go, like, obviously in your case, it was nothing to do with, like, what you've done, they just...
0: Yeah, it wasn't like I'd broken company rules or something. No. I mean, even if you if that does happen to you, then it's still like there's still positive value. Like yeah. you've learned not what not to do and yeah. there's other things out there. So I mean, yeah, I think it's sort of like our like this generation is we can be more creative with like the jobs we do. You don't have to just like stick in one field and do one career. Mm. which is cool, like, that's kind of what I'm thinking, like, oh, i will just do something different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like it's really, like, nice the way that you're embracing it in, like, that light, where it's like, you know, like, it's obviously a shit thing to happen and that should be acknowledged, but also the fact that you're like, fuck okay, it, I'm gonna use this opportunity to find something better to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think I the other thing is that I sort of, I mean, I always was like, oh, if I got made redundant, I'd be so sad, I'd be like, I lose my sense of self but I haven't like I'm sort of just realized that I am pretty capable at finding another job and like of things I could lose this is probably the easiest like I haven't lost a person Mm. I haven't lost my house yeah I haven't lost my health so it's quite like yeah as I said like work's a bit trivial it's not that it's not that deep yeah it's not. No, I feel like. It never was that serious. <laughs> so true.
1: In the words of TikTok.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, no, I feel like you're handling it very well and it's their lost TBH, the so. Oh,
0: well, I mean, it's no one's fault. It's just what it is. No.
1: But again, only bigger and better things from here onwards for you. Yeah,
0: stay tuned.
1: Yeah. All right, what about you? It's not really a crisis of the week per se, but I. You know how, like, when you see someone who you maybe haven't seen in a while and, like, you're kind of friends with them but not like super good friends like basically this was an old work colleague of mine and mm. I'm playing futsal with them now and basically they were like so what have you been up to and I just feel like multiple people asked me this in the last few weeks like people that like I'm not like super close to whatever just like what have you what have you been up to I just don't have to answer that I, every time i am just like oh you know just like working but like that sounds so boring because it's obviously not all that I've been doing but I just feel like it's a weird thing to answer this is so stupid by the way i this no. is, I clearly didn't have any other crisis of the week really but um well not ones that i haven't already mentioned on this podcast so um but i just sort of yeah we think cause it's not like i'm gonna be like oh uh, yeah i had pasta last night with my old friend from high school like you don't have to tell them specifics you know like if you're not that good a friend with them, but like when someone do you know what i mean when someone was like so what have you been up to i'm like that's such a broad question i've been up to a lot but you're not someone that i know that well and like also, I didn't have time to have a long conversation, so I was like, uh,
0: like, working? <laughs> I just hate any form of forced conversation. It's always terrible always and awkward.
1: Open. It's a small talk thing.
0: But, yeah, I at what you mean. Like, I'm going to a family thing next weekend, and I am dreading anyone asking me yeah. oh, about work. Because they you- don't – like, my – this is extended family who I do not know well whatsoever, so – Beautiful. Extended
1: family is the worst.
0: Do I like why? I think I do. Definitely. <laughs> like, oh, just Definitely. same old. <laughs> like,
1: I hate it, like, especially like when I was working in the union movement, like my great aunts were like, Oh, what are you in work? And I'd tell them, they'd be like, Oh my god, like hate we hate the union movement. they just like rag on the union movement to me. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. Should have just lied and said I was like a bartender or something. <laughs> like anyway, it's just like I don't know, it's just the weird so silly. Anyway, my win of the week is that I am about to launch my first workshop for my business. By the time mm-hmm. this podcast comes out, it probably will launch, but I have been working on it slash thinking about it for a while now. Um, and it's taken like a lot of, yeah, it turns out it takes like a lot of work to do this stuff on your own So I feel like I've done things like this in my old jobs, but obviously that's more like there's other people working out with me and like mm-hmm. people telling me what to do, whereas this is like on my own like accord and I have Promote myself which I'm kind of stressed about because I'm like what if no one comes and I'm like I don't know if I'm charging the right price for it I don't know if like the like the way that I framed it is like understandable enough for people about like what exactly it is but it's my win of the week because I'm really like, proud of myself that I've got to this point where this is something I'm doing in my business like I'm not just doing client work like I am coming up with something and selling it True people like a specific thing so anyway i'm hoping it is received well and people want to come
0: (laughs) yeah well i mean should we share you want to share details about it yeah
1: like how to use tiktok for social change it's like how to do activism on tiktok because that's kind of like
0: my niche because i've done
1: a few like i work work and flash have worked for a few different places where i've done like activism on tiktok so yeah that's it it's very niche i'm promoting it to like progressive orgs and not for profits and yeah. stuff like that. But hopefully people will come.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Because i like, have got a lot
1: of contacts in that area. So like oh, I'm gonna um, reach out to them and like tell them about it. But but yeah, I also am stressed about it because it's kinda like I'm real, feel really in the deep end here, like, you know, with like the pay thing and the is anyone gonna come? or what if they hate it? And yeah. imposter syndrome really. Oh no.
0: I mean you've done similar things before.
1: Yeah, not... exactly. So Anyway, that's my win of the week. Yeah, nice one.
0: So this week we are going to talk about dating, which I'm so excited about because I love talking about dating. (laughs) It's probably my favorite topic. Yeah, we're going to talk about why it's so complicated in your 20s, which it is. Yeah,
1: so like Rachel and I are both in long-term relationships now but we have both dated in our 20s so mm. and we just still want to talk about it because it's fun to talk about so
0: yeah I mean I don't know I feel like my single experience defined me so much and I'm like so grateful for that yeah
1: but yeah also yeah I'm saying love talking
0: about dating love a rom-com like
1: <laughs> and talking about dating your friends it's just like rom-com vibes in real life you know
0: yeah, God, I'd love to have like an advice column or like oh, so Dolly Doctor for no. like adults. Or Dolly Doctor was like weirdly medical. Yeah, or it was like, oh, I kiss my cousin. What do I do? Do you remember? Yeah, it
1: was just, like, oh my God, I have a tampon stuck inside me. It was always <laughs> one that tampon like, be stuck inside. Go me. to emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and by the time this is published, you're probably dead if you haven't gotten it out. Probably yeah.
0: dead. But
1: anyway, Dolly Doctor was yeah. weird. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's sort of about why it's complicated. I mean, there's a lot of things, but something I found hard, it was probably maybe at all points of my life, was just like, how do you meet people? Yeah.
1: meeting people with dogs is hard.
0: Even like when I was at school, I went to an all girls school. I didn't really have many friends outside school, so I was like, how are they going to meet someone? I mean, college was sort of where I sort of started meeting people, mm. but then even then we were so insular with our friendships. That's all we're like at uni. You sort of you're just friends with like your cohort or your college. And then working is most of my workplaces were women or gay men. So but also, there wasn't many options. Yeah, but also
1: dating someone that you work with seems complicated. But now thinking back on it, also dating people that you lived with at college was also kind of complicated, but
0: it was great. At easier. First
1: to avoid people in a college environment than a work environment. Like, you could still go into work being with someone you've dated and then it hasn't worked out. Like, that would be awkward. Well,
0: when we're at college and living in the dorms, I mean, there's no, like, need for you to have a professional reputation, right? Like, your (laughs) reputation can be you are the loosest unit. (laughs) right Very true. so if you are showing up to dinner with someone everyone knows you've slept together that's not really a big deal if no. you show up to a meeting everyone knows you slept together it's a little bit like yeah that's not appropriate for the workplace
1: but also to be fair I feel like a lot of people like that have spoken to my parents generation like a lot of people our parents age met through work because that's how you met people back then because there wasn't the dating apps. like it was so different back then and like it's funny how much it's changed now where it is this whole mentality like don't shit what you eat, whereas back in the day I think it was like much more like acceptable.
0: Mm, yeah. Past.
1: Obviously we weren't living in it, so I don't know. But I just feel like a lot of people our parents' age met through work.
0: Yeah, I find with older people, actually anyone over like thirty who I've worked with has sort of said like you know the culture at workplaces was a lot looser mm. and people were dating each other and hooking up with each other. Mm. And now it's not really I, – I do wonder if COVID sort of impacted on that, like your ability to sort of just go out and meet someone. But, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of dating apps. I've had a bit of experience on them. But um, Yeah, yeah. And
1: see, I am personally not a fan of dating apps because I'm really bad at talking to people via – like text.
0: I love you, but that's true.
1: Yes, I'm You're, text, it.
0: you're not great at texting. No,
1: I would just rather. <laughs> I would just much rather wait and like talk to someone in person, which is why I was so bad at dating apps because like I just couldn't. I was just so bad at doing it. I was like, I don't know what to say, or like I just. I'm much rather if I can talk to someone in person, I'm fine. On on messages, terrible. Hence why I hate dating apps.
0: Ah, oh, that's interesting because I I love texting, and I loved dating apps because I couldn't. what I would do is I would just send, like, the stupidest question I could think of or, I don't know, I'd be like, will you marry me or something insane (laughs) or, like, hey, I heard we're related. Like, I don't know, just (laughs) I would just make up the silliest thing I could think of and if it was my way of going into dating was that I – well, I can talk through my process on the dating apps if anyone's interested. I would – have a profile that sort of had like my photos. I wanted to have like a bit of fun in there and I would sort of look for guys who I thought were like funny, like memey, sort of like nerd-type of guys because that's sort of my type. Not really like a, any physical traits, like dark hair, blonde yeah. hair, whatever they are, sort of like more – more like their
1: vibe yeah
0: more their vibe like if they had like some weird meme shit in the bio I was like yeah nice (laughs) and then I would just send like the weirdest stuff possible and if they could match my energy I found that really attractive like do we have like like for me I liked having banter on the apps and it was just like if it came really naturally I was like oh this is awesome you can have that in a bar sometimes and meet like you might meet someone and you just like have some weird joke that's happening like that's my that's what I would look for mm. but um but yeah does
1: the band translate into real life all the time
0: I mean I had three pretty I only went on like three like four days I'm going to exclude Tom from this yes because I think that's a very different circumstance but when I was like dating I had like four I went on four different dates I probably talked to a bazillion different people, but only four of them turned into dates. And three of them was great. Like, yeah, the banter was as good in person, Mm. like, awesome, had a really awesome experience. One of them I was – I completely was in the wrong there. It was like I was talking to someone during lockdown, and it was primarily because I was lonely. Yeah. And when I met him in person – I was just like, oh, I'm actually not interested in you at all. Yeah. And I've led you on. I feel terrible about that. Like that was quite bad yeah, of me. Shit but yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just kind of giving my
1: <laughs> no, my no. perspective. No, on see, it. I think that's the thing with dating apps. I think it's like so hard because there's people like me who are terrible at messaging, so you never get past like the messaging stage because they think you're a really boring person because you just can't communicate by message. Or I know people like, there's a couple of people that I know that are really good at the online messaging doesn't translate into real life. Like, I've got a friend who constantly is messaging in the group chat and is, like, always talking, and then you see him in person, and he doesn't say a thing, which is quite funny because he's really sassy and, like, you know, bantering on, online, mm-hmm. and then I also had a friend of mine coincidentally go on a date with someone who I used to work with and she was like yeah he had such good banter online and it just did not translate to real life so I feel like it's just like a it's I feel like people come across really can come across really differently online depending on like obviously their personality and things like that so I think that's like an interesting thing about the apps
0: I do think a good thing about the apps is not having consequences like if it doesn't work out you ideally don't have to see that person again. I mean, you never know. You might end up working with them. or mm. But it would be given how big cities are, like, it's very unlikely and you can sort of, you know, if things don't work out. There's no reason to stay friends. Like, I don't really understand why you would be friends with someone who's, like, hurt you. So I'm kind of like, oh, you can just let it go. You don't have to, like, be civil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can be civil, but you don't have to, like, see them.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, I actually only ever went on one Tinder date because I just hated going on the apps because I was bad at messaging, I think. And I don't know how I managed to get this one off of the apps. But, yeah, only i ever gone on one Tinder date because I was yeah. bad at the apps. And I also just was, like, got sick of them really quickly. I just get bored really quickly or, like, just couldn't be bothered, I feel. I was just like, oh, I just, like, can't be bothered messaging this person. I don't know. Like, I just – I never put an energy into someone who I was like, well – this probably just will go nowhere which is so bad but like I just think that was like I just didn't I just didn't like the apps
0: (laughs) yeah I think you have to be in like when I had like successful dates I was in a really good headspace Mm. and I was quite confident in myself and I knew what I wanted I knew I wanted to go on a date with a funny cool guy Mm. and yeah but there was times say like the year before I went on these dates where I was in not a good headspace and I would go on the app and I remember one time someone asked me on a date and I just, like, blocked him instantly. Like, I was just so uncomfortable with it. But I think that was also, like, insecurity for myself. Because I think, like, you know when people if, – like, if you want a relationship, you actually have to put a lot of effort in. Like, mm. dating, it's not – it's very unlikely that it's just going to magically happen for you. Yeah. Like, you really have to put yourself out there and not be embarrassed by it. Like, yeah. even if it feels awkward, you have to be – Seeking dates. I mean, dating apps make it very easy to put yourself out there, but I mean, there's other ways you can do it. Like I went on a couple of dates with someone I met at a party once. Mm. I just went there. I didn't know anyone, so I kind of had to talk to people. I'm really glad I did that. Like, even though it didn't work out, like I was really like proud of myself. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, you kind of have to like make yourself available. Like, tell your friends hey, do you know any single people? Like, yeah. I'm looking to be set up. You can't just kind of sit at home and wait for it to happen. Yeah. But then also, if you don't want to date, that's fine. Yeah. But if you do want to, you have to do stuff with that. Yeah. It.
1: Yeah, no, the other people that I have dated, like, I either, like, met through friends initially or one time I thought this bartender it was cute and I was like, oh, my God, should I be really brave and give my number? Then I was too chicken to do that, so my friend did it for me instead. I mm. gave him like a napkin with my number on. I was like, "That's my friend over there's number." And then we end up going on a date. It was kind of a fun way, to like go on a date with someone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is like a bit of a meet cute. Mm. Yeah. Didn't work out, but yeah, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> I think something else that makes dating really complicated is when people, like, sort of in your twenties, people have so many different objectives. Like, there's you know, so many fuckboys out there or uh. guys. I mean, we're talking from the perspective of like we heterosexual, yeah, women dating men, and yeah, there's like I don't want to generalize men, but there is men out there who want one thing. It's so cliche, uh. but in my experience, that was definitely something where I I don't think like I wasn't looking for casual sex, mm. but that's what ends up happening. Yeah. Just because of the nature of it. And yeah, I think that is sort of like you need to be like on guard of of if this is going to hurt your feelings. It's also having me like my feelings hurt. Mm. But yeah, like that I think that's so hard trying to figure out what people want. But then on like bumble and stuff, you can say if you're looking for marriage or a relationship, and I would find that so off-putting. Yeah, it's like I'm a like, lot. What do you mean? See, I think
1: that's the thing, also like, when I was dating, like, I don't think I knew what I wanted. Like, these people I was going on dates with, I wasn't mm. like, I want a relationship out of this. I think I just didn't think about it, because like, the only, like, proper relationship I've ever been in is the one I'm in now. Before that, it was all just like, you know, like, short stints, or, you know, situationships, or whatever. And so... I just, I didn't know what I wanted. That's the thing. I, I, I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, if I saw someone bump up I was like, I'm looking for marriage in my early 20s, I would have been like, um, no. <laughs>
0: mm, I think that comes with maturity a bit. I just age. didn't know
1: myself. And like, yeah, I just, yeah, I feel like I just needed to like grow into that and like be
0: like, what? Well, yeah, what do I want? I feel
1: like even when I started dating Nelson, I didn't know what I wanted.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: But it worked out well, so... <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's definitely complicated trying to figure find someone who mm. wants the same thing as you yeah well because i feel like there are people from like when they're really
1: young they're like i know that i want a relationship um and all this or like all these people who are like i know that i don't want to be in a relationship i just want something casual
0: but i just feel like i have no idea what i wanted yeah for me it took me a while to sort of build that confidence in myself as well of sort of just realizing that i am like and attractive potential partner like Mm. I think that took a very long time for me to yeah sort of yeah get to a point where I was able to go out and date and it would just um, for me it was this kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy of I felt so unconfident in myself so I wouldn't put myself out there Mm. so I'd be like no one wants me whatever so that was hard but I think say if I did have to date again, I wouldn't have that same negativity about myself, mm. hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Something else I'd sort of noted in my notes sort of reflecting on dating was when I was on dating apps, and I don't know, I want to know if other people had this experience, was that, like, people would, like, be really obsessed with me. That sounds so vain.
1: <laughs> no, love it. It's like...
0: But, like, I'll give you an example. I... Was dating. I was talking to this guy, and he his like grandfather had gone into hospital. Well, I and mean, we went to go on a date that night, and obviously we couldn't because he was in the hospital. Uh-huh. But he was texting me the whole time. I was like, Oh my god, you don't have to. But I was flattered in a way. Yeah. And then say like a few ma- a few weeks go by. He's clearly not interested because he's not talking to me. Uh-huh. And I Not saying to my friends. I was like, Oh, this guy's not interested. Like, it's not. He's not into me. And they're like, Oh, you know, maybe he's busy. Maybe that's why he's not replying. And I'm like. I'm <laughs> this, this guy was like in the hospital messaging me mm. you know what I mean like Yeah, so I think a lot of it is like gut instinct and then I think that maybe I should have been more aware of people being like obsessed with me without knowing me that's probably not good as well yeah, yeah.
1: complicated
0: yeah I mean that's my other thing is when I talk to girls who are my friends trying to date and they're saying, oh, you yeah, know, this guy's not really showing much interest. I feel like men really do want to. I hope I'm not sounding like some 80s Sex and the City episode <laughs> and really outdated. But in my experience, like if a guy likes you, he'll let you know. Yeah. Like it's pretty obvious that they sort I think they kind of like to pursue you. Yeah. And if they're not doing that, for me, that would be a bit of a sign to like not put all the eggs in that basket.
1: Yeah. It's like the whole, if, if they wanted to, they would.
0: Yeah, yeah, but sort of in that very early stage. Mm. Like, they'd be the, like,
1: try and make effort to see you again if they really want to. Yeah.
0: yeah, like the world is designed for men to go after what they want. If mm, they want true. you, you will know that they want you. True. So I think that's something to keep in mind. Where, I mean, I've been in that, I've been like, oh, why isn't he messaging me? It's like, oh, well, that's why. Like, if, if it was going to work out, I wouldn't be worrying about that. Yeah. If it's not a. Uh, fuck yes, it's a no. Yeah, true. I can't
1: view it. That's a good motto.
0: Yeah, but then obviously, like, I'm, yeah, maybe I'm just being conservative or whatever because I've never, like, dated multiple people at once. Mm. I don't know if I could. I think I get too attached.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm also not sure.
1: But yeah. but I think dating can also get really complicated because if you do end up, like, in a, like, a situation shift or something or you're dating someone who doesn't want the same thing as you but – Like, you know, maybe they just want to, like, date for a bit, but they don't see it long term. But maybe they don't, like, communicate that. And that can be really complicated.
0: Like, communication is so hard. So hard to be, like, that honest with someone you've only known for a few weeks or months. Yeah.
1: But then I feel like, you know, you can, like, if, if you've, like, gone on a few dates with someone, like, you're spending a lot of time with them, you can just get comfortable with them and then kind of ignore the fact, even if you know that they're on the same thing as you and then, which gets more complicated down the track like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's also like knowing your worth and knowing what you deserve like oh you, yeah definitely we, had
1: to learn that the hard way for sure
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is hard to have that much confidence but for me it came with time that's where it's also but then I also see dating as like every date is an opportunity like if it goes badly you've learned something mm. if it goes good great you've had a good experience yeah. and if it doesn't work out and you still have that like now i can say like i had great experiences yeah. even though at the time when they ghosted me i was like <laughs> but with hindsight i'm like yeah i'm so glad i did that yeah like i met an interesting person yeah they're probably not that interesting but i'm not gonna i don't know i'm all i'm <laughs> more I'm optimistic now after losing my job kind of a change of view on the world <laughs> for the better <laughs> love it So what about dating your friends? Ruby, you've done this.
1: <laughs> I have done this a lot. Uh, yeah, most of the people I've dated or been in situationships with or gotten into relationships with um, were my friends first. Uh, my current boyfriend, we were friends for like six years before we started dating. So <laughs> um, yeah, well, I feel like being friends with someone is like a good way to meet people, which sounds weird obviously. But, like, you know, sometimes friendships can blossom into something else. Mm -hmm. Um, But also that does come with the risk of, like, if you break up, then you also lose a friend, which has happened to me as well.
0: Yeah, Um, and then when you're in the same friendship group, it can cause a bit of a rift.
1: Complicated, definitely. But I think it's, like, it can be worth the risk, you know? Mm. Yeah, like with me, with Nelson, it ended up being worth the risk. Like, that was, like, why I was so hesitant. We were both so hesitant at the start Mm. because we were like, oh, my God, like, you know, this goes badly. This is going to be awful for our friendship group. And we just decided it was worth the risk. Um, But, yeah, I feel like a lot of our friends have dated people who they were already friends with. And, you know, it happens with a lot of people I feel. But then there's the opposite of that. It's like, well, if you don't date one of your current friends, then you have to go meet someone in the wild. Which, you know, can be really hard. Like, as adults, it's hard meeting new people. Because, like I said before, like, most of the new people you meet are either through, like, your work or, you know, I guess you can meet, like, through the friends. But it also it turns on your personality. Like, if you're an outgoing person who's, like, willing to put yourself out there to meet new people. Or if you're, like, not too anxious and awkward to meet new people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, for me, I feel like I, I've mostly dated my friends because... I just come across as a weirdo to people I don't know because I don't know how to, like, talk and be around people I don't know.
0: (laughs) I feel like I'm the opposite. I am really good with people I don't know. That's good. Years of customer service working, I guess. But, yeah, I feel like with my friends, I am, like, the weirdest version of me. I guess it's me at the core, but, like, they have seen me at my worst. Like, I'm not charming yeah. I'm probably being a bitch. Yeah, they know nah, I've i never had a friend interested in me. Yeah. I can pretty confidently say. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, so, yeah, yeah. don't feel that any of my friends have been, I haven't been their type, I guess. Mm. And, like, I've always gotten along with guys pretty well as friends. Like, I've sort of felt quite comfortable with them. And it sort of has felt like to me it's because they're not attracted to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been weird with dating sort of trying to like, um, like talk to guys and like not be their mate, try and be like, mm. a, like a romantic um,
1: prospect. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is something weird because I mean, like when I was in primary school, I did not have a single male friend, mm. like female friend, I didn't have any female friends, is what I meant to say. Mm. So, I've always felt quite like a tomboy, and yeah, so dating is weird. And I have to kind of, like, pull on a bit of an act. Like, yeah. I, I felt like when I dated, I have, yeah, like, sort of played up certain things or tried to be who they want, like, what I think this person wants. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, it does it makes me a bit sad to think about sort of my own, how I thought about myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah well, I think that's it's the thing. Like, when you are, like, in your teens and early 20s, like, you know, you are, like exploring dating or like you, you know like you're really like learning who you are and that I think that also is like why a lot of people end up dating the wrong people because you know like yeah as a you teenage, just want anything as it's a teenager i like, was so insecure and the fact that like if a man gave me validation I was like great I'll take whatever I can get mm-hmm. even if they were a shit person that I had nothing in common with and they were so boring and they treated me terribly I was like I'm getting validation and but that's terrible. But like you all, I also learned so much from that.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think the worst thing when you're dating is people in relationships. <laughs> like they can just literally fuck off. It's the fucking worst. See,
1: I didn't mind when I was single. Like I feel like I often third wheel people and like fifth wheel and stuff when I was single. and
0: hate third wheeling. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mind hated. it, I feel like,
1: well, especially if I was like, like if I was hanging out with two people who were my friends and they were dating, I didn't mind it because it was just like, oh, like they're both my friends or like I enjoy meeting my friends, new partners and stuff. Like, actually, I actually don't mind it.
0: No, I'm, oh my God, it's actually like a bit of a complex I have because I'm like, I need to, I know that you two like each other more than you like me.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, like
0: I can't just, get past it. I feel like
1: I just don't think about it. Like, obviously, I know they have a very different relationship. Oh, this isn't
0: even like an argument. Like, you're obviously correct, and I'm like insane. No,
1: but that's like, like, fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, the caveat here is I have an e a complex. Yeah. But no, I do not want a third wheel. And like, even when like when I was single, my preference would be friends who are single to hang out with.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, I mean, even now, yeah, people in relationships, I'm like, oh. Like, you know. Do really? so you able yeah. to
1: hang out with couples oh, or even yeah. just individuals who are in relationships?
0: No, oh, I don't like hanging out with couples. Really? coupley things? No. What do you mean? Like double dates. Oh, yeah. Double dates
1: are weird. Oh,
0: yeah. It's terrible. I don't like
1: double dates.
0: i be really negative now. <laughs> I don't
1: know. No, I agree. Double dates be weird.
0: Yeah. So just date on your own. Don't <laughs> involve anyone else. Unless you want advice, then come to me. Because I love giving dating advice. Yeah.
1: Come on our podcast, talk about it live.
0: <laughs> my advice to people is usually just break up. <laughs> like if someone comes to me with like the slightest relationship problem, I'm just like.
1: But then now up. you're in a
0: relationship. I'm, I'm still like break up. Really?
1: Yeah. What? But so if you had the slightest <laughs> issue, you would break up.
0: I'm not breaking up. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying you should break up.
1: That's bad advice, isn't it? If you would take your own advice.
0: I don't have to take my own <laughs> advice. Do as I say, not as I do. Fair. But I'm not having problems.
1: Fair. But I'm saying, like, if you were to have problems, though, would you expect, like, what if someone
0: told you to break up? Would you listen to them? No. I probably wouldn't go to my friends about it. Fair. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Fair. No, so. Yeah, there's, this like, is our recommendation
1: of the week. Well, Rachel's recommendation of the week is.
0: Breakup. <laughs> I would love if I could offer a service where I could do people's dating app profiles.
1: Yeah, I was just like my friends do mine, and because I just really never knew what to write. Because once again, I'm bad at communicating on the internet. It's really ironic that my job is marketing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, but um, yeah. Well. Yeah, I I love doing a little coming up with a bio. Mm-hmm. I was good at picking photos. Oh, like a good selection of photos. Everyone always always like, oh damn, it's a good selection of photos. But the, ah, the fucking ho- what about the banter? You could be a copywriter for people's oh, dating I app. Oh I actually profiles.
0: was until about five days ago. No. Be, <laughs> be a new
1: job, become a freelance copywriter for people's dating app profiles.
0: No, I think I'd do, do go it bank. I think I'd do it pro bono, from the goodness of my heart.
1: And then but the condition is that they have to tell you about all the dates they go on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you have sex or not, just <laughs> tell me. <laughs> In great detail, <laughs> the gloss. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I'm a pervert. But anyway, DM me because I, I I think I I think I knew how to do it. I, I would yeah play play Tinder. I knew how to play Tinder. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I met Tom on Tinder. Yeah. So I was just talking of randoms. I had no intention of meeting them. And Tom
1: was a random. And now Tom was your boyfriend. And you live
0: with Kenny. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, <laughs> I will say something about dating. Is that I think the old, the older folk are very accepting of it. My parents are very accepting when I said I'm because I was living with them at the time of I'm going on a date. I'm dating app. Really.
1: Yeah, they actually I,
0: encouraged me to go on dating apps. They were really all about it. I never, ever
1: once spoke to my parents about my dating or my love life.
0: And mm. to, like, hold
1: them up, and I was like, I have a boyfriend now, which is my like current <laughs> boyfriend, Nelson, and they were like, oh, okay.
0: Well, it probably was because I was living with them at the time. Maybe yeah. I, I hadn't told them about prior experiences, yeah. but they're all about it. I was telling them a story about a friend on a dating app, and, yeah, they're all about it, which I, I kind of love.
1: Cool. No, see, I don't know why. I, like, just felt so weird. I was with my parents, like, you know – old people and then my parents and it would just be weird to tell them about my love life but then both my younger sisters always tell my parents like when they're going on a date and Mm. like talk about their like dating lives with my parents i'm like why are you so different to me i feel like because i was the oldest like i just didn't know like what the the standard was maybe but anyway never talk to my parents about it
0: (laughs) now we're talking about this i wonder if we're coming from a very uh like narrow perspective of not having like uh like, we're not people of colour, like, I think, like, different cultures have True. very different experiences. Like, very we're saying, like, I think, like, I guess white parents are a lot more accepting, mm. but...
1: Yeah, that would make it much more complicated.
0: Yeah, I think culture is a huge thing, dating, like, do you like, I mean, people do date from the same culture, but... Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. something
0: in your 20s to explore is, like, Definitely. different people from different cultures. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, also, I guess, on that, like, Your family, like, your family's relationship with the people you're dating, or, like, you know, how they react, or, like, if they don't like the person you're dating, like... Yeah. It's tricky.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yes. Well, my family didn't like my ex, and only decided to tell me after the well, breakup and i was like oh i understand why they didn't but
1: i kind of think if your family doesn't like the person you're dating like bit of a red flag
0: <laughs> yeah i mean they know you better than anyone yeah no it can
1: yeah definitely like the whole family dynamic thing and depending on your culture it can definitely i imagine make dating very complicated yeah it is complicated
0: so on to recommendations about dating Uh uh-huh. Well, i guess we're going to cover a lot like dating apps Kind of Hinge is the big one now. Mm. Everyone's on Hinge. I didn't like Hinge, but anyway. Um, i recommended Zoe Foster Blake's books before, but when I was, like, in the throes of dating and, you know, self-development, I really enjoyed them. Matthew Hussey as well. He's, like, a dating coach.
1: Oh, is that the guy that dated Camilla Cabello for a while?
0: I don't know. <laughs> he might be controversial. I don't know. I feel like being a dating coach is, like, a bad job. It's like being a life coach. It's like a scammer. <laughs> but yeah I don't know look up them and then I've sort of just to like connect with your single friends like that's kind of the best thing to do yeah and also yeah like guys are so bad at like talking so if you're a guy just talk about it find a girl to talk to because they're better
1: very boys true. when they're single
0: are stupid so stupid they just do dumb stuff i'm yeah. like yeah, i just like talked about this this could have been avoided yeah
1: men should just generally overall talk more just about don't be a
0: sad boy yeah there's actually things you could not do to be a sad boy and yeah. don't just go to the gym all the time too. do something else
1: or like punch walls <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no punching and don't make it to the gym your personality no
1: that's like hot tip yeah for men My recs to do with, like, dating, I am just a fan of a podcast. I just have, like, three podcasts to recommend. So Life Uncut, I feel like they talk about dating a lot. So, you know, it's fun uh, fun to just, like, hear other people's stories, but also they have some good advice and, like, specific Mm. episodes about different things to do with dating. And also Abby Chatfield's podcast, I feel like she talks a lot about dating and, like, has experts and stuff on. And then also there's a Triple J podcast called The Hooker.
0: I don't yeah, I've listen listened to it. But They've got I've lots heard of
1: it. Yeah, podcast episodes about like dating and sex and relationships and things like that. And I really yeah, like the host and really video. Cool, so those are my dating recommendations. And now on to our recommendations to distract you from your quarter life crisis, Rach. What are yours? So I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Wait, what is Hogwarts Legacy? Is it new? Oh, it's a
0: video game. Yeah. Is it new? Harry
1: Potter. Is it new?
0: Yeah, oh. it came out this week.
1: Oh, okay. But there's all this controversy,
0: yeah. Oh, I suppose you're not into, like, video games. I don't play games, no. Are you into Harry Potter?
1: Like, yeah. I used to be obsessed with Harry Potter.
0: Well, it's set in Hogwarts. You literally, like, run around Hogwarts. That's fun.
1: But I don't play games, so. Oh. But it sounds fun. Well, it's fun.
0: <laughs> it's very detailed, which is cool. I like I like details. It's very story-driven. My other recommendation is a bagel shop. <laughs> Yeah, I love take two bagels on Ligon Street. I went there yesterday and I had the basil pesto cheese bagel, cream cheese, really good. And Tom had a egg and bacon bagel, really tasty. So that's take two bagels. Note it down. I'm going to visit them. Delicious. Yeah,
1: I actually love bagels so much.
0: So tasty. But
1: don't you find when you buy bagels from Bagel Shop, if you get cream cheese, they put so much cream cheese on it?
0: No, I just didn't that No? No. Nah. Okay. It was a good ratio. It was delicious. Everything about it. Wonderful. No.
1: Um, my recommendation of the week is The Guest List. It's a book by Lucy Foley. Um, my friend Danica got it for me for my birthday last week and I have almost finished it. So obviously this is a recommendation before I finished it. So it might end really badly, but I am loving it. I have just eaten it up this weekend and I'm going to go home now and finish it. (laughs) Would recommend. Perfect.
0: All right. So I think we're done.
1: Yeah. We hope you enjoyed us listening to talking about dating um also any of our friends who listen because only our friends listen to this if you have any topics you want us to cover let us know
0: and we'll do it
1: yeah please do
0: if you make it to the end of this episode we Mm. will give you a free puppy yeah so shout out To anyone who's getting a free puppy. If you're listening
1: to this right now, DM us and tell us you finished listening to the episode because...
0: And we will get you a dog, a live dog.
1: Yes. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)